Hello and welcome to the Stonebridge Community Church Essentials Podcast with your host, Senior Pastor John Sauer. Hello and welcome to Stonebridge Essentials. I am Pastor John, the Senior Pastor of Stonebridge Community Church. And in the Stonebridge Essentials Podcast, we are looking at theology. And we're looking at three essential, foundational, critical beliefs of Christian faith as taught by the theologian John Calvin. This year, we are focused on Jesus' resurrection. And as I've said the last two weeks, the resurrection is the claim of Christian faith. This is what everything else rests upon. This is the essential of the essentials, I believe. In the first episode, we talked about the broad idea of the resurrection. We talked about what the basic claim is, that the early Christians proclaimed, and all the evidence points to the fact that they genuinely believed that Jesus had died, but that he had been raised from the dead and they had seen him. And because of that, they had hope that they too will be raised from the dead and that the God they worshiped, the God of Israel, had overcome death through the resurrection. That's the basic claim of the resurrection of Jesus. Last week, we looked at a couple of ideas that people will use to argue against the idea of the resurrection. We looked at the claim that the resurrection is really just a restatement of other myths that Christians borrowed from other cultures. And I didn't go into details, but I I did mention that There's a lot of work that scholars have done showing that the claim of the early church with resurrection was unique, that this was a claim that was unique to the early church, that there are key differences that set it apart from other mythologies of the day, and that the early church didn't believe that this was just a myth. Another argument against resurrection is that it was just mythological language that the church was creating, that they weren't necessarily borrowing other myths, but they were creating their own. But the New Testament and the witness of the early church, from what we know from history, all points to the fact that they didn't believe it was just a myth. They actually thought that this happened. That Paul says that if Christians don't believe the resurrection happened, all right, Paul actually says if the resurrection didn't happen, then what Christians believe is foolishness and that we are the most pitied for believing this if the resurrection didn't take place. So that leaves us with the challenge. Is the resurrection truly most important for us? I've argued that when you go back and look at history, when you look at the New Testament, that the resurrection is what has pulled the church together for 2,000 years. That it's the common thread amongst the church's proclamation and what Christians have believed. And for us today, is the resurrection truly most important? I think looking around, I I sadly have to say that I don't know if the resurrection is the most important proclamation for Christians in the United States. One of the main reasons that I believe that is the amount of division that we have in the church on all sorts of important but not essential issues. When you go and you look at the number of denominations in our country, and you look at the ways in which Christians don't come together, that to me is a clear sign that the resurrection actually isn't most important. One thing that I've preached on 
And one thing that I try to help people understand is that compromise is not bad. Compromise is not a dirty word. And if the resurrection is truly the most important news that the world needs to hear, then we as Christians should be ready to compromise on a lot more issues than we currently are willing to compromise on. We should be able to learn to live amidst disagreement with a number of issues than what we currently are willing to live in disagreement on. Whenever we are unwilling to compromise, whenever we let an important but not essential issue divide the church and weaken the church's witness, we are placing that issue, that concept, that teaching, that doctrine above the resurrection in importance. So, if Christians today in the United States truly believe that the resurrection as is portrayed in the New Testament is the hope of the world and that the resurrection to come is what we rest in and trust in, we should be much more ready to compromise. Compromise should come much quicker. We should figure out ways to actually disagree on issues that are important, but that aren't as important, as essential, as central as the resurrection. I think that it's pretty clear that the church in the United States today doesn't value the resurrection above all else. Because we're fighting all these other fights. We're fighting all these other issues that, again, I'm not saying they're not important, but they can't take precedence over the resurrection of Jesus and the proclamation of the resurrection. This was actually core to Calvin's teaching on essentials. He basically said that there's the three essentials that we've talked about. Trinity, resurrection, justification by grace through faith. He says life and work of Jesus, but I'm, I'm kind of just focused on the resurrection piece of that right now. He says that there's a bunch of other issues that are important, but those important issues cannot get in the way of the church's proclamation of the resurrection. Which means we have to figure out a way to put important issues in their appropriate place and lift up the resurrection and be willing to compromise for the sake of the resurrection. That's the challenge that the resurrection and the testimony of the New Testament gives us. Paul actually hints at this idea too. In his letter to the Romans, Paul talks about how the, the, the practice of eating meat dedicated to idols would actually be okay. But if it makes your fellow Christians stumble, then it's not okay. You can see that Paul is encouraging the church to compromise, to be willing to either set aside or to partake in a practice for the sake of other Christians because compromise, it allows the church to continue its proclamation of the resurrection. So compromise is not a bad thing. And this is why essentials are so helpful because there are some things that we can't compromise on. The resurrection should be the belief that we don't compromise on. 
The resurrection should be the belief that we hold to, that we cling to, that defines us. Which means there are a lot of other issues that are important, but that we have to find room for compromise on so that we are defined by the resurrection and our hope in the resurrection. So that's one thing that I look around and I see. If the resurrection was truly important to the church and to Christians today, we would have a lot more compromise and it would be more clearly communicated and understood that that is what the church stands for. But that really isn't what the church stands for in our country. The church has been politicized in so many ways. It's been used as a tool of power and not a tool that displays the power of God, but a tool that's used to grab earthly power, to grab political power. I think, though, that if the resurrection is actually what's most important to us also, if the resurrection is what's most important to us, then ideas like evangelism change. Evangelism becomes a little redefined, I think. Because if the resurrection is actually most important, then helping to deepen somebody's hope in the resurrection is the goal of evangelism. And really, isn't that what the early church was trying to do? To proclaim the resurrection and to deepen people's hope in the resurrection. That's the good news that was being proclaimed. Evangelism comes from the Greek word euangelion, which is just good news. The good news is that Jesus was raised from the dead, and because of that, we will be raised also. So, with that, the mission of the church becomes redefined. If the resurrection is truly most important, then the church should be here to deepen people's hope in the resurrection, to help people get a glimpse of the kingdom of God so that they have hope that resurrection is real, to help people get a glimpse of the life Jesus called us to so that their hope in the resurrection can be deepened, to help bring restoration, healing, to come alongside those who are grieving, to remind everybody that our God is real, our God is alive, that Jesus was raised from the dead, and because of that, we have hope. If the resurrection is truly most important, that's what the church should look like. That's what the church should be defined by, is resurrection. That's what I'm hoping for us at Stonebridge. That we're not just looking at these essentials as an academic exercise to deepen our knowledge, but we're looking at these essentials so that we can understand what we can't compromise on, what we can compromise on. We look at these essentials so that we can be defined by the testimony of the New Testament. That's why the essentials are so important so that we can actually be defined by Jesus' resurrection and our hope in the resurrection to come and put everything else in its important but appropriate place. That's my hope for our congregation, is that when people hear about Stonebridge, they say, that's the congregation that's always talking about hope. That's the congregation that's doing everything it can to help people have hope that there's more, that resurrection is real. I think all this, though, leads us to a very personal question. Do you believe in the resurrection of Jesus? And why should you believe in the resurrection of Jesus? The next three weeks are all going to be focused on that. 
I'm not going to try to argue you into believing in the resurrection. I'm not going to try to say that you're crazy if you don't believe the resurrection. What I am going to do is give some solid reasons for why belief in the resurrection makes sense. I won't be telling people that they're crazy if they don't believe in the resurrection, but I will be telling them that I'm not crazy because I believe in the resurrection. That this is actually plausible when you look at all the evidence, maybe even probable, and that the best explanation for what happened in the life of the early church was that Jesus was actually raised from the dead. So the next three weeks are going to be focused on the questions, the question, why should you believe in the resurrection of Jesus? God bless you all, and I look forward to continuing this conversation with you.